Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our vision of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson. So put your thinking cap on, because school is now in session. All right, my guest today is Greg Reed. Greg Reed is a natural entrepreneur. He's the author of Three Feet from Gold and countless other books, including his new book, Wealth Made Easy. He's a film producer as well, and with nearly 1 million followers on Instagram, he's known for his giving spirit and a knack for translating complicated situations into simple, digestible concepts. Greg Reed, welcome to Growth Mindset University, my friend. And my crowd goes wild. <laughs> hey, by the way, my books are not countless. It's 78 oh, oh, oh. books so far. <laughs> 40, 45 languages, but who's counting? So, yes, how many of those like have you written? Because some of them are including like features of you, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I haven't written any books. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so the, the funny thing is I can't read, I can't write, I can't spell, and I have dyslexia, but I have a doctorate in literature. <laughs> and the key, the key is to work your strengths and hire your weaknesses. So I learned that very early online. So there, it's really interesting. This is like there's no Santa Claus. An author is the person whose name goes on a book, and a writer is the person who wrote the book. They're usually two different people. It's like listening to Katy Perry singing Firework. Someone else probably wrote that song. So I'm full of hot air and a good speaker. So my ghost writers take my words and craft them in a way that people would want to read it. So I think a lot of people, if they can't read or they're not good at writing, they would kind of give up on the idea altogether and say, oh, I can't do that. But there is another way, of course, right? There's always another way. It's interesting. Again, I surround myself with people that do what I want to do. When I wanted to become a best-selling author, I went to Barnes & Noble and I bought every best-selling book. I didn't want to be a great writing author. I suck. So I said, hey, how do you sell a lot of books? And I went to those people and I duplicated their efforts. A few years ago when I went to Africa to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, I didn't ask some dope smoking surfer kid here in California to take me up the mountain. I found the people that climbed it 900 times and wherever they put their boot print, I put my boot print. I just follow the successful actions of others. From people that have been there and done that. Yeah, it's interesting. You mentioned Three Feet from Gold. The greatest interview of that book uh, was a guy, John Schwartz, who invented string theory. Uh, if you ever watch a Big Bang Theory, Sheldon's working on it. And I asked him, I go, what do successful people do different than failures? And he said, successful people seek counsel and failures listen to opinion. And I go, what's the difference? He goes, opinion is based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, and experience, like all your family friends who've never done what you're about to do. Counsel is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. People have paved the way. If you go to a family friend and tell them you're going to write a book, They'll talk you out of it if they've never written one themselves. But if you go to Jack Canfield, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, and say, hey, I want to write a book, he'll tell you to sit down. And before you get started, here's what you need to know and give you counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. John Short said, if we would spend our activity only seeking counsel in our lives and ignoring people's opinion, 
that's also the day your life would change. Mm. So um, actually what I'm thinking of here, a mutual friend of ours, David Meltzer, he told me that, and I'm sure he said this many times, just because someone loves you doesn't mean they know what's best for you. And I forget which specific scenario he was referring his right. Mom. His mom in like, I, I I know it was his mom about something, but that's what it made me think of there. It's, and it's a very important thing to keep in mind, seeking counsel versus opinions. Very important. Love that. So the first book that you ever wrote, what made you, well, I, I won't use right. The first book that you authored, what made mm. you want to do that? Well, it's interesting. I, I was speaking at a university and a kid came up and said, hey, you should write a book. And I went, man, that's a great goal. I've never read a book. And so <laughs> I went to Barnes and Noble. I called every bestseller. I said, how do you do this? I followed their blueprint. And it was interesting. When I did my first book, it was called The Millionaire Mentor. And I was turned down by 268 publishers and agents in a row. And the 269th one said, we believe in you and we're going to give you a shot. But all we want you to do is change the title, the beginning, the middle, and the end part. <laughs> Right. So right there, they suggested a ghostwriter. And it was funny because it was a story about a mentorship between a young man and, and, a, and a kid. And, and basically, they said the boy gets up and takes action and walks his dog and he finds a way to make money. And, and then they took it and said, it was a glorious Sunday afternoon. A young bright-eyed lad woke up to meet the new day as he got the entrepreneurial spirit. And they wrote it in a way people would want to read it. And it went on to become a mega worldwide bestseller. What year was was that, The Millionaire Mentor? God, 2004. Yeah, 2004. Okay. Because what's really interesting, like you're the original, I feel like you're the original Millionaire Mentor because now there's all these Instagram pages that are called The Millionaire Mentor. Like I know there's one in mind and it's a great page. And, you know, J Jason oh, Stone, yeah, yeah. he posts some great stuff on there. But, uh, you know, Instagram obviously came along in 2010. We know which one was first. <laughs> Well, well, not only that, but when when Jason was up and coming, who was brand new and he's still working over at the automotive shop, uh, he and I were buddies. And so what happens, I reached out to him and we did a collector's edition of, of, of The Millionaire Mentor where we co-authored it together. And then we put it out to his list wow. because I believe in the power of collaboration. It's not the power of competition. So I, my California corporation since 2001 is called The Millionaire Mentor, Inc. And I own the domain, The Millionaire Mentor, and I wrote the book and the whole bit. But when he was rocking and going to the new generation, we collaborated. And I think he's an awesome cat, by the way. Yeah, I know. I need to. I, I, I really do as well. It's, I need to reach out to him. So you speak about collaboration. And for you know multiple books of yours, you've interviewed several, you know, many high profile people for each of those books. What is your method of outreach? I assume, I mean, because all of us coming out of the womb, we don't have a network. How did you build that? How did you reach out to people? When? How did you take your network from zero to world-class? Right. The whole idea is there's a new, uh, it's a new medium out there to contact people. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, I'm hoping it catches on. It's called Google. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it yet or not, but. That's my trick. So if I'm flying on an airplane and I'm reading a magazine article about the guy who invented string theory and I go, holy crap, I want to meet that dude. I Google him. I search him. I find him and I reach out. That's it. 
there's it's not rocket science. So it's all bullshit. People sitting there telling you that they can't get to people. The most successful people are the most available people. Look, if you're brand new at something, you're happy-go-lucky, you're fresh, you're cool. If you're at the top of your field, you're happy-go-lucky, you got nothing to prove. If you're in the middle, you're a pain in the ass. You're filled with ego. You're edging God out. You're finding your own voice. So the secret is literally to jump to the front of the line. In school, you know, got in trouble. Today's society, that's what we get rewarded for. So all I do is surround myself with people that are getting the results I want so I can have counsel. Even a whole chapter in my book was called Better Together. It really, I think collaboration is so important. But isn't there anything in the body of the email, the direct message, what have you? Is there anything that you put in there to elicit a reply and make a good impression? Yeah, two things. So number one, I like you said about the uh, instant message type of thing, because I just realized that 70% of all my communications through Instagram, TikTok, um, you know, messenger, things of this nature, people are not emailing much anymore. And it's so easier to get a hold of these people through the social mediums that you would ever imagine, because almost all those celebrities are literally holding onto their phone. So it's going directly to them. That's not going through agents and things of this nature. So try to reach out as much as you can. Door number two, if I do email in the body of it, it's specificity. So instead of going, hey, I want to pick your brain or I want to take you to lunch or buy you coffee, all that crap, no one cares. But I sit there and say, look, I need 14 minutes of your time. I'm going to ask you one question about the power of stickability, the power to persevere. I promise if I'm there after 14 and a half minutes, you can kick me out. And what happens is 100% of people like that because it's only going to be a short little time. And so the more specific of time uh, is the way that I get through to everybody. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I like that a lot. You know, I, I sometimes I do LinkedIn and Instagram, but I guess I'm a little bit old fashioned in the sense that I do write up me a nice email <laughs> sometimes. Still, and, but to your point, you do kind of sometimes you'll run into the agent or the publicity team, the PR team. So Greg, I want to go back a little bit here. You had told us that you're dyslexic and, um, you know, never really read or, or wrote or was ever good at that. Um, what kind of student were you in school? A horrible student. I, I hate school. And it was interesting is that, you know, that was, it was a really brutal time, you know, back in my day, but I, I hated school. I still do. Not a big fan, but my concept is I'm a big fan of life's lessons. So, I guarantee you people that have got these big degrees have not actually sat down with the world leaders such that I've had the opportunity to do. So I've got a real life education. Now, my son, I send him to school and you know, he goes to a charter school and does all that yuppie stuff. But at the end of the day, for myself, I was not a big fan. It was interesting. One of my bucket list items was to get a Ph.D., you know, to get a doctorate because again, I never went to school. And so that was the only thing left out of 80 items until last year. And there's a school district out in uh, India and it was the world's largest, you know, university. It's kind of like their Harvard and MIT. And the last person to get an honorary PhD was Ted Turner. And they 
were looking for someone to give it to last year and they chose me. And as a gift, I brought along my friend Tonino Lamborghini, you know him from Lamborghini. And we went out and toured around India and we did commencement speeches to tens of thousands of students. And it was spectacular. And in return, I can honestly say now I'm a doctor. Dr. Greg Reed, you are indeed a doctor. Yes. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I yeah, <laughs> that's I'm like imagining myself, uh, but then I my my father actually is a, a doctor, a general surgeon. I I just thought of Doctor Paris, and I was like, oh wait, I've heard that before. <laughs> 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 yeah. So anyway, uh, is school lacking, and if so, where? You know, I don't want to dog on schools because it, 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 it's God bless people that want to go and do their thing. It's kind of like dogging on someone's religion. It's not for me. So, you know, to thine own self be true. You ask me a question, my thoughts and beliefs, and that's it. Other people's, they can take their own, you know, ideas and go from there. It was interesting, though. Again, I, for myself, I took my kid out of school a couple weeks ago for a week because I did my event called Secret Knock in San Diego. And, you know, it was really interesting him going back to school. He just got to meet the you know president Vicente Fox down to the guy who invented the e-network channel all the way to the guy who invented Make-A-Wish Foundation, the guy who founded Ugg Boots, the guy who invented the credit card magnetic strip. He got to hang out with an astronaut space commander all the way down to all these people. And where could he have done that? you know, how many years of school and you still never would have had access. So to me, it's all about putting yourself in front of these people so you can ask them the questions direct. Mm, nothing like the university of life, real Amen. life. Yeah. 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 So you've got your new book, Wealth Made Easy. Mm -hmm. Is it really that easy? What's the big idea behind it? Well, the whole idea is uh, I got divorced about three years ago and I got the greatest ex-wife in the world, by the way. I know it sounds wow. weird, but I love my ex-wife. And what happened is that we were divvying up all the money and I go, shit, there should be more dough than this. And I looked at it and says, you know, all my books are about not quitting and perseverance, but they weren't about creating wealth. And so I called my first you know, billionaire buddy and I said, hey, will you teach me how you made all your money? He goes, absolutely. And I go, why? And he says, no one ever asked me. I go, what? He goes, my grandkids fight about my inheritance, but no one asked how I accumulated it. And so he started to introduce me to his others and others. And I spent three years traveling around the world and meeting people worth 100 million to a billion dollars. And I wrote every one of their wealth hacks into just one page of this book. So in one page, I deduced three-hour interview so you could understand exactly what they did. And I simplified it for all of us to understand. You want to hear one? I was just going to ask, what's your favorite tip from the book? So there's, there's just a billion of them. But the bottom line is the first guy, I said, how did you make a, all your money in dirt? And so that's easy. He said, time plus land is wealth. I go, what does that mean? He says, all I do is I find a town that's growing 25% a year exponentially. Go on Google Maps. It's free. You can look at it anywhere. He goes, I look for Broadway, Main Street. And I draw a line out eight miles and I buy the dirt. He goes, I rent that dirt to farmers who pay the lease so it's free and I get vegetables for years. And as the town continues to grow at 25%, it ends up on my plot. And since I'm on Broadway, Main Street, and I own the biggest amount of land, that's what I sell to the big box stores for 800 times what I paid, billion dollars. Does anywhere in the book cover investing of 
Yeah, I, I don't want to sound ignorant, but <laughs> yeah, what sort of what other what other tips makes wealth easy? It's the perception of what it's what it's around. It's just energy. It's so funny. Like Lamborghini, I asked him. You know, I go, "How did you and your dad create so much, you know, prosperity?" And he said, "It's simple." He goes, "All you got to do is create a product, good or service that people will save their money." to happily hand it to you. And I said, what does that mean? He goes, no one's going to save their money to buy your book or to go to your seminar, but people cash in their 401k to drive one of our cars. And he goes, nobody's going to spend two to $4,000 a night to live in your own apartment, but people cash in all their you know, family's vacation fund to give it to a mouse with big ears in Anaheim. He goes, if you can create a product, good, or service that people will save their money to hand it to you, you'll never have a problem, a challenge, a chargeback, an angry customer, and you'll create unlimited wealth and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Some great stories here all throughout the book, I'm sure. Now, is pertaining to stories from your life, what are some of, what's like the best story from your life that has an underlying message, something that has stuck out in your memory for quite some time? You know, there's tons of it, but again, back to this book, Wealth Made Easy, I'd say the biggest one was a takeaway that I put into this book. Someone taught me years ago, it's called the letter, that's three letters, CPC, CPC. And this changed my life. What happens is that things that happen around us, we always blame outside people or influences rather than taking accountability and responsibility. And I learned a process to do it. It's called CPC, which stands for Clues patterns, choices. Here I am thinking cost per click. (laughs) I know. So here's the way it works. If I go out on a first date and the woman is late, well, there's a clue. If I go on the second and third date and they're late every single time, that's a pattern. Now it's my choice to make a decision whether I'm going to confront it, deal with it, or just accept the fact that they're late, but it's not their fault. They are just late. That's who they are. So it's up to me to have the accountability and responsibility to look at it. How many times have we done a bad business deal where we saw a clue, we saw a pattern, we said, oh, but it'll be different for us Then it cheats us and we're mad at them. No, they, we already saw the clues, patterns, choices. So when you have that much power and responsibility for yourself, then you realize that everything around you, you can truly control as much as possible. But more importantly, it's about owning what happens. Wow, that's really powerful. So it's a almost a linear progression of the the uh, the clues that come that come first usually, and then then you identify the pattern from a buildup of clues, and then you get to make a choice after that. Okay, makes a lot of sense. I got that right. And it's up, it's up to us, and it's not blaming the other person. I mean, it's like saying, "Hey, there's a rattlesnake. It's rattling its little thing. There's a clue." And then you see someone else get stung by that rattlesnake, and then another person stung by the rattlesnake, and then you try playing with it and get stung and get mad. Well, you have the clue pattern choice to do that. It's up to you. Greg, what role does learning play? in your life are you still you still don't read do you listen to audiobooks well i do read and you do. i do this it's just i'm not an avid reader again i got dyslexia i gotta read the same freaking thing over and over that's why i wrote this book wealth made easy every single hack is one page one page you can just put it on the toilet and you can read a few uh, chapters and the whole idea is i just want to make it so simplistic that everyone can learn these things 
So learning and it, as a daily process, what does that look like for you? What are you doing every single day to get better? You. I surround myself with people that are doing what I want. So right now I'm move, learning the movie industry. So I've got a major you know, release of my film coming out on June 7th to the theaters. It's my first big major Hollywood film. And right now I'm learning how to do a major film premiere and how do I do the red carpet? And how do I bring all the, you know, A-list, uh, you know, Oscar winning celebrities out and how does the game work? And it's interesting. Everything is a shtick. Everything is a racket. Everything's a system. And once you learn that system, then you can cookie cutter and do it again. So I never get caught up in the activities of it. I just want to learn the system so that I can do it again. A couple final questions here. What advice would you give to a driven college student that's about to enter the real world, quote unquote, real world? Well, understand that the greatest lie that's ever been told is to go find your passion and the money will follow. Don't do that. You might get rich, by the way, but you won't ever get wealthy. And so the whole idea is to seek and capitalize on unexpected opportunities. Uh, the founder of Chick-fil-A, I sat him down, multi-billionaire. I said, I want to be one like you. I go, what are you doing? He goes, stop planning. I go, what do you mean? He goes, last year you had a lot of plans. I go, yeah. And he goes, how did that work out for you? He goes, I guarantee you hit a goal and a dream because you're aggressive and you'll take action. He goes, but what you got to do is understand the power of looking for and capitalizing on unexpected opportunity and go like what? He goes, if I'm sitting on my sofa and I want to get to the end of the street and that's my goal, he goes, I have to get off my backside and move that direction. He goes, but I'm looking for opportunity. He goes, did a kid leave a skateboard or a bicycle out to make my journey short? He goes, if I get lucky, I'll wave down a neighbor driving by and I'll seize that opportunity and I'll get my way to the end of the street. He goes, either way, I'll get to my goal. I'm just not so caught up in exactly how it has to happen. So people can go to gregreed.com to learn about you. And they can find you on Instagram at Greg S. Reed. And Wealth Made Easy, it is available on Amazon. Go make sure you get the book today if you want to accrue wealth. And I would argue, and you'd probably say the same, that wealth definitely gives you a little more room to make that impact that you want to make in the world, right? Well, it's all, the whole theme of it has nothing to do with money. It has to do with freedom. That's it. That's it. Mm. Wealth is freedom. Have you ever heard of financial freedom? Well, it's the freedom part of it that people are missing. All it does is give you the ability to go to the beach to spend time with your loved ones. It gives you the ability to give back to charity. It gives you the freedom to eat caviar when you want or go where what you want. So the whole idea is that I believe that everyone should seek their own prosperity so they can have the freedom to live the choice of the life that they've always desired. Wealth Made Easy, it is on Amazon. Greg, I have to acknowledge you for being 100%. As soon as we get on, you know, you're ready to go, you're fired up. And it's no surprise to me to see why you've been so successful Be just for that very reason. And so my final question for you is if you could teach a course at a university, course of your creation or otherwise, what would it be? The power of the fulcrum. And it sounds strange, but again, it's in this book. Uh, it's about leverage. And people understand the power of leverage. So I interviewed the guy who created something called Velcro. And I said, how did you sell 5 billion people Velcro? And he goes, I never did. He goes, I just sold five people. 
what the heck are you talking about? He goes, I sold the head of automotive, the head of aerospace, the head of fashion. They found the application and brought it to the world. He said, stop trying to sell everybody. Look for that fulcrum and make sure that you leverage the best way you can. So when three feet from gold came out, I remember trying to get it published and get it into a Barnes and Noble bookstore. Well, my co-author, Sharon Lecter, set up an appointment with the founders of Barnes and Noble, and it became the first and only book in history that they published themselves. And we did a joint venture deal so that wherever you go in, you'd always find it. Now, who has a bigger email list, me or Barnes and Noble? As soon as you understand how to use that leverage point, everything will change. Dr. Greg Reed, you are the man. Thank you so much. Boom. Talk to you soon. Keep smiling. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this one today, I would really appreciate it if you could leave us a quick five-star rating in iTunes. All you have to do is grab your iPhone or iPad, open up the Apple Podcast app, hit the search tab, search the show Growth Mindset University, or just search my name, Jordan Paris, tap the show, scroll all the way to the bottom, and then just hit that fifth star. And that helps us tremendously in ways that you could never even imagine. It means the absolute world to me when people do this. I would be eternally grateful if you do that. We're pushing 100 ratings right now, and it's really making a difference for this show. And of course, if you've not already subscribed to the show, just make sure you do that wherever you're listening to so that you don't miss that next episode. I know you're not going to want to miss it. And you only heard this episode today because I thought it was valuable enough to post here. So if you want to share that value with your friends, your family, go ahead and do that. Share this episode with them. Take a screenshot, send it to them. Take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story and tag me at J underscore Paris underscore so that I know you're listening and I can get back to you and put a face to the name. Now, if you're ready to really take your life to the next level, my book is on Amazon. It is also called Growth Mindset University. It's all about how to learn anything, how to take control of your life and how to fulfill your vision of success. And you're not just supporting me and this channel by getting this book, but you're also getting this awesome book that's going to lay out the rules and principles to design your life full of joy and fulfillment. All right, I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count, live to learn, and grow to give.